transformation cannot happen without a renewal of the mind. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Mind over matter. If the pain of where you are never exceeds the pain of change, you will always remain the same through a renewal of the mind. And it takes a process. True transformation. Mind, mind, mind over matter. Change your mind, you change your life. Change your life. You gotta go through it to grow through it. Mind over matter. Hey, what's up? Welcome everybody to the Mind Over Matter podcast. We out, we out here at AWOL Fitness. All right, we decided to do it live with the whole group. With the, welcome everybody to people who are destined to be great. All right, coach, tell them what we're going to do today. All right, check it out. Um, last night, um, I was compelled to, or well, yesterday during the day, I was compelled to send everybody um, a video of um, David Goggins' uh, perspective of basically um, being relentless. You know, I'm going to sum it up with that one word, you know, relentless. All right, and, um, you know, I, it was very humbling to me to experience everyone's perspective and get everyone's responses, especially on a Sunday. I mean, I literally sent this video to about 50 people, not just you guys, but people that work out in the 430 AM crew, shout out to the 430 AM crew, and then other people that I know are experiencing things in their life, and especially, um, you know, my people that are not here that I talk to over text or phone on a daily basis that I knew could be inspired or would inspire somebody else um, from this uh, powerful footage. So once I felt what I felt from it, you know, I, I felt like everybody else had to feel and experience the same thing I felt from the video. And plus, um, I believe it gave an interesting perspective on the way I do things. Um, I just thought it just straight up defined it in a way that if you wouldn't hear it coming from my mouth, and you would actually take uh, you, you you would actually take yourself and, and, and dig so deep that you would put yourself in what you go through on a daily basis when you come here and equate it to you know his hell weeks and, and things like that and what he had to do to persevere and and, and um, get through all that stuff. So now, uh, what we're going to do for today's podcast, it's not going to be a traditional podcast where we look at uh, 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 three points. We're actually going to look at everybody's point here. So everybody's point of view and everybody's perspective. I mean, this was so dope and so powerful that, you know, I could literally read everyone's text. But I said, yo, you know, instead of doing that, let's just hear it from the horse's mouth and let them give the perspective of what they thought about the video. So real quick, for those of you who aren't familiar with David Goggins, we'll have a link um, connected to this podcast or to this post so that you can actually, um, you know, you can do some research on him yourself and maybe be, uh, become not motivated, but driven uh, from, from his perspective, okay? Uh, and get some insight so that you can uh, be driven. Um, one, uh, David Goggins is, is uh, basically referred to as one of the, uh, one of the toughest endurance athletes in, uh, you know, on the planet. And uh, he was discovered uh, by a guy named, um, he used to own the, the Atlanta Hawks and his last name is Isler. You can look him up too. He was discovered by him. So you know what y'all, I want to thank God for uh, Mr. Isler for discovering this guy because I believe if it wasn't for him and the, the money and the, the, the power that he had, 
I believe that his story would not have went viral um, like, it, like it's going right now. Um, he was just been another person running an ultra marathon. Um, but when, when this guy seen him and discovered him, you know, he, he, he was out there running an ultra marathon as well. And he said, he, when he seen him, he said, this guy's just out here running a hundred mile race with just a pack of crackers and, and some water and, and a lawn chair. He didn't have a team. He didn't have a bunch of people with him. He had a bunch of stuff, things to comfort him, you know, during the conditions. He just went out there and dug deep and he made some stuff happen. So Isler looked at him and said, you know, whatever's inside of that guy, you know, I want that. And he cold called him and he asked him to come live with him for 30 days and train him so he could figure out, you know, um, how, how to get that kind of mental toughness um, so that he could cross some things off his bucket list in life. Um, things that he just didn't have the, uh, you know, the, the, the mental fortitude to obtain. Um, so, you know, with that being said, uh, with, with that being said, you know, uh, this guy has so much money that he wrote a book about this story and this experience and, um, from that point forward, they started to go on Good Morning America, and he started to get all these interviews, and, and people started to get familiar with the story. So, as soon as this train passes, <laughs> because it's making a lot of noise and it's going to be hard for all of you to hear me, um, we're going to get people's perspective on the actual interview that we've seen. Now, the interview that we were actually watching were, was by a guy named um, uh, Tom Billyu, right? And... He owns, uh, the, the show is called Inside Quest. And he actually owns uh, Quest Bars. You guys know the Quest Bars that we eat, that we used to have before we switched to um, Year One? He owns that company. And um, he, he, he empowers people. Um, you know, he uses nutrition, but he has his daily, uh, he has his show, I think it's like weekly, and he brings guests on there and I mean, he has a phenomenal show, y'all. A phenomenal show. So, the interview that you guys watched was from that show. And, um, right now, like, I, I just wanna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna toss it to, you know, I'm gonna just work my way around and, and let me toss it to Brittany real quick since she's right here. Can you recall some of the things that you might have talked about real quick? Uh, yeah. My favorite part of the video was the mental callus. Like, Today, ironically, I don't know where my gloves are in my car. So the whole time I kept seeing a callus come on my hand and I kept saying I can't stop because I have to develop my mental callus, changing all my negatives to positives and I have to keep going. So especially when we got to the second push of the sled, I thought my legs were gonna be done because between the broad jumps and the squats, I was already mentally done, but I kept saying I cannot quit. So I developed the beginning part of my mental callus today. Yo, and that's good because check this out real quick. Um, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna elaborate on it real quick because a callus is basically um, uh, to, to get thicker uh, skin or, or, or soft tissue um, by, by friction, all right? So it's to harden the skin or the soft tissue by way of friction. And I want you to dig deep and understand what that really means because he said he wants to develop a mental callus on his, on his brain like he does with his hands so that whatever life throws at him, he'll be able to take that. I need you to understand that because it ain't just about working out. It wasn't just about running, all right? I want you to understand how, how I do that to you every single day because dudes come in here, right? And when it's their set, they're fixing their damn gloves. And you know what I tell them? I said, look at my hands. This is what I tell them. I say, look at my hands. I don't use no gloves. This is what I tell them. I say, I don't use no, I don't use no gloves. And I got these thick calluses on that I shave off with a razor at home. 
I shave these joints off. When they, when they get a little bit too rough and they get too long and everything, I shave them with a razor, right? And I tell dudes just to make them mad and make them feel sorry for themselves. Guess what I tell them? Look, look, guess what I tell them? I say, I call them man purses. You want gloves? I tell them they soft. I tell them develop a callus. And no, 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 they get mad at me. They supposed to. I'm, I'm here to stretch you. I say, Where, where's your man purse at? Go get it. Is it in the car? Hurry up and go get it. And another thing, listen, you put it, when, when you first did a squat and you put the bar on your back, it hurt, right? I got people that come in here and they ask me, do you have a pad? When a dude asks me for a pad, guess what I tell him? Huh? I say, my wife sent me to the store for pads. You bleed? No, I'm serious. No, I'm serious. No, I'm dead serious. I said, the only one use pads around here, homie, is women. See, that's just an interesting perspective, right? But when David Goggins said, y'all say, oh, this is powerful. This is super powerful. See, I say that shit every day. Every day. The stuff you think is, is I need this to do that. You don't need it. You need a callus. You need thicker skin. You need harder, soft tissue. The tissues is soft. Drugstore cotton. Soft. Whitney, go ahead. Um, what I took from it is, um, don't never let anyone tell you who you are. Um, knowing your worth, know who you are, know who you are. Don't let outsiders define who you are. Be who you are and be strong within yourself. Know who you are within yourself. That's good. That's good. Go ahead. Um, what I got from it was basically self-preservation. Um, he was talking about how he used to get bullied and picked on, but he didn't let that define him. He dug deep within himself. You know, to exceed his limits, um, I just feel like people are going to tell you, hey, you're not going to be this, you're not going to be that, but it's up to you to push yourself, and, you know, you just, you just got to do it. Boom. Um, I, I took from it that drive is internal and um, motivation is external. A lot of times when we think about things, um, you know, we always hear people, that's a motivational speaker, but then they're there to push you to go further but then once that voice is not there what is it that that pushes you to go to the next level and it has to be from the inside and so one thing he kept saying was roger that and my husband is ex-military and so for me i had to ask him when someone says roger that what does that mean and he told me it means that they're agreeing with what you're saying and so when you begin to tell yourself roger that Whatever's on the inside, you have to speak to that person to con continue to confirm what it is you know that is your story on the inside. And then when you agree with it, you continue you to continue. push towards it. Right. right. Right? So every time he said, Roger that. Right. Every time he said, Roger that, he said, you know what? I agree with that. Right. Affirmative. Let's keep going forward. Right? Right? I'm on a mission. Right. And, and that, that's what he said. Every single time, Roger that. Let's go over here, Ellie. What I got from it was the same, like, drive. He was talking about how when, you know, he was trying to get in that race, he was bleeding and he thought he was going to die, but yet he still pushed through and finished on time when he thought he was going to die. So, you know, just, just keep pushing through. It's, it gets hard, but it's worth it. What were some of the things that helped him push through at that time? Once he did 70 miles and he sat in the chair, he was pissing blood down his leg and he was crapping down his back and his blood sugar was dropping and he couldn't get up, 
uh, uh, to get 20 feet to the bathroom. What were some of the things that helped push him through right then and there? Somebody. His cookie jar. His cookie jar. Somebody explain to me what the cookie jar was. This is Pastor Connor. Things he went through, like going to um, Hell Week three times and making it through. Yeah. With broken, with messed up shins and broken feet, taped them up then. Like, he went on his past experiences, things he's been through, and kept telling himself, he's a bad mother. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's who, who else on earth will be able to get up? Yep. <laughs> so, so let me tell you, he said two things, two things that make me successful. He says self-talk and visualization. And me and Ken tell you guys this all the time. This is what we say every single day. We say program your subconscious mind. We say self-talk, right? We, we, say, we say visualization. What we've been doing the last few weeks, affirmations, right? Affirmative, huh? Roger that, roger that. We've been roger that in for the last few weeks. Self-talk, positive self-talk. So look, the cookie jar is just a story that you're telling yourself, huh? This is what had him, look, this is what had him, and real, I'm, I'm gonna toss this one to Ken real quick because at that time when he had to complete them last 30 miles, Ken, you said something that was very profound at, uh, at that point. Do you remember what you told me? I told you a few things that you can't uh, remember. Human, oh yeah, what he said was, he said, and this was profound to me, and he said most people would look at this and say a human being should not be doing this. But what it is, the truth is, y'all, what he simply did is what a lot of people do. They're, they're, they, they turn the impossible into possible. See, the only it's only impossible because nobody has done it yet. All right? It becomes possible when somebody does it. And that's when it takes it from it's inhuman to, okay, it's human. A human being can do this. And so when, he th when I thought about that, I was like, wow, a lot of stuff people do, we think, is not human, it's inhuman until somebody makes it human. You know, until somebody makes it human. You know, we thought a person couldn't run a six minute mile until somebody made it human. Four minute mile. I mean, four minute mile, you're right, four minute mile. And so that's kind of what I got from it right there. Uh-huh, and, and, and listen, so at that point, right, he, this is what he said, he, he, at that point, that's when he realized that a human could become inhuman, right? Yeah. But guess what? That was by him connecting with the divine force, with the creator, with the source of all knowing and all creating, all right? And what he had to do was go inside. He had to turn himself inside out, all right? He had to go inside and he said, he said, motivation is, he said, it's, he said, it's BS. He said, it's crap. He said, but when you're driven, you will destroy anything in front of you when you're driven. So in, drive comes from within, right? It's a compelling force to move you forward. A compelling force. Alright? Listen, listen, listen to what he said at that at that point right there is when he said, he said, this right here was one of the, the toughest time in my life, but that's where I became who I am. Suffering. Let's go to, go ahead, Ty. Go ahead, Miss Ty. Um, what I took from it is that the suffering is necessary. Um Last week presented with something that I really was not prepared to handle, but in that moment of the video, I realized that I had to go to an uncomfortable place to push myself and to continue to drive myself to that dark side that has had me so bound. Like I had to, I, ha I have to keep driving through that. I've got to believe that I'm indestructible. No matter what I don't want to do, whether I want to go back to that place or not, 
This isn't a race. I'm not in a competition with any of you all out there. The only person that can turn this life that I want around is Tashina, is me. I have to continue to fight. I gotta continue to five, four, three, two, one. I've gotta continue to drive every day and come in here and make this happen for me. Cause none of y'all can give that to me. I've got to know that this is not a race. This is this is not a race. This is about life now. And the only way that I'm gonna be able to continue to attack those things that continue to come from my past is to continue to keep pushing and driving even when I don't feel like it or even when I don't want to do it I got to dig deep I got to go to those places that are uncomfortable stay uncomfortable and just continue to make it happen for me that's a, you got to go through things to grow through it yeah, that's real good y'all um, round of applause too um, real quick can I can I add on to that real quick let me add on to that because um, you know I, I've, I've seen a lot of y'all write this and they write it in books all the time and, and you know we all even say it and we quote it and we say we're not in competition with nobody but ourselves but you know at the end of the day my interesting perspective thinks that that is bullshit all right listen to what i'm telling you because it's somebody right now that holds the job that you wanted it's somebody right now that you have the job that they wanted L listen listen to what I'm, I'm trying to tell you right now listen because he said it in the video he said at that point he said the race became uh uh, uh personal he said, listen to what he said. He said, the race became, I had to win the race because all the people that called me nigger. Huh? He said, I had to win the race for, for all the people that said I, I wouldn't amount to nothing. Right? He, he said it became me versus me. Yes, he said that. But he also said, for all the people that wrote on my uh, a car, for all the people that, that, he said, I had to win for them. Listen to, what he, listen to what I'm telling you. So look, it's external motivation and it's internal motivation. But look. You gotta, you gotta turn it inside to be make it become drive. You understand what I'm saying? It can come, the source can start outside. No doubt about it, it can start outside of you. But then you have to turn it inside. So listen, what I'm trying to tell you, Gold's Gym is selling gym memberships. And you better believe they trying to knock everybody out the box so that somebody don't come in and buy their franchise up. Therefore, guess what? I, 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 got, I got to. I got to sell gym memberships. I got to. I don't do CrossFit, but guess what? They they in the market. They in the market. You think LeBron James went home after the uh, after the joint and, and was happy? Huh? I watched the 30 for 30 last night, right? With Bird and Magic and them, right? You know what Magic said? He said there's one thing on earth that I hate. He said it was the Boston Celtics. And he said, if Larry Bird was to put on a green and white jersey again, I hate him. I hate him too. I hate him again. He said, when he's when when he seen, matter of fact, um, matter of fact, Larry Bird said when he seen Magic suffering after the 84 loss, that made him happy. Every day they go out to whoop somebody, but you better believe it. Their career, their whole, their, everything that they got is based off of beating somebody. Yes, they had to become better within themselves to get to the point that they would get to, but they also had to go against somebody every single day. The problem is, neither one of them motivate y'all. Think about it. Think about how I said when a lady beat me to the gym. That'll never happen again. So I had to use that to tighten up some stuff in my routine. 
look, I had to use that to tighten up some stuff in my routine. I'm in my gym. I get here at 4 o'clock. You ain't beating me at 3.55. Hell no. Ain't no way. So I went back and looked at my routine. It made me have a self-check because somebody else beat me. Had she not beat me, I'd still be going through the same routine the way I was going through. Don't believe, don't believe all the hype. You can use it. Some of y'all might not agree with me, but I'm telling you right now, you better use both of them. Because all of y'all ain't really, y'all ain't really about that mirror action. You really ain't about looking in the mirror. Look, you really ain't about looking in the mirror and keeping it 100% real with yourself. So every now and then, you better use the one that just beat you. Because y'all not as authentic as you think you are. That's why you get mad when I start talking shit. Huh? Because when I show you the mirror, you can't put up with it. Alex, it's on you. Basically, going back to what Tashima said, you know, it made me think about what I said in my uh, authentic moment, you know. Being comfortable, being comfortable, being comfortable. It just made me think about being motiv uh, motivational versus driven. You know, motivation comes and goes, but when it's a goal that you want and you're driven, I'll run through this brick wall to get to my goal, and that's what I got from it. You know, the question is, though, we, we can talk all day about mm -hmm. driven, motivation, and all that, but does anybody, I want anybody to answer this question. Where does drive come from, and what is it? Because we, we can say driven, we can say all of that, but if you don't know where that comes from, where that place is inside of you, and, and the truth is, you know, and this is where, I, you know, Coach and I might disagree on this, but I say this. I say you're forced to look in the mirror. A lot of people don't want to, and you can look outside yourself and compare yourself to somebody else. That's great, because that'll give you extrinsic till it becomes intrinsic. But, but the core of life, the core of this drive, coming from the willingness to look at yourself and say, here's where I am. What, what did he say in the video? He said, happiness came when I was able to look at it and face the fear and be all right with it. That's when my happiness came. If we're not, if we're not to the point and we're not willing to look at us first, then look outside yourself. Because the truth is, I'm sure Magic Bird and all of them, they hated the other person, but they had to look at themselves and say, here's what I gotta do. Here's what I have to do to beat his ass. You know, here's what I gotta do. So I, to add on to what he said was, first you gotta be willing to look at yourself and say, where does my drive come from? Where does it come from inside of me? You know, and I know where that comes from inside of me. Here's what he said though, you have to take a loss. That means somebody had to beat their ass. He got beat down before he could come become who he was. Every single day they called him nigger. True. And so he got beat down, make no mistake about that. That forced him to look in the mirror. So here you guys, listen, if you don't get beat, you're gonna stay in your comfort zone. You will stay in your comfort zone if you don't get beat because you're not driven enough at this point to just take the mirror and say, yo, why am I not at the top of the class? If you don't put yourself in a competition, you don't know how fucking slow you are. That's true. Listen to what I'm telling you. So here, here this, this is the reason why I don't waste no time doing no shit. Listen, listen to what I'm telling you. This is the reason why I just go. I learned a long time ago that the window of opportunity closes in 10 seconds or less. 
I have family members, I have friends, I have people in my life that have missed their boat. They're 50, 60, 70, 45, and they're never getting that opportunity. 67 move quick enough. Because if they waited, if they waited till they could figure out when I can look in the mirror, huh? Listen to what I'm telling you. You gotta take a loss. And until you take a loss, until you get your ass beat, until you get somebody calling you nigger every day, until you lose, till you get cut, till somebody beats you out of that position, I'm telling you, you ain't gonna wake up. You, yo, yo, y'all lucky to have somebody like me shouting this shit in your ear every day. Trust and believe that. Believe that. Because everybody's not gonna be able to go outside and say, oh, they'll get it. Sooner or later, they'll get it. They're gonna go through their whole life. They'll be 80 years old and never have faced themselves in the mirror. And he said, he said it. He said, some people take that left turn, they take that right turn. And then that's what he said. He said they lived a comfortable life. They had kids that went to college and they, they retired and all that other stuff, but they could have lived a better life if they would have went if they would have went right and found out what their purpose was. So I'll be forcing, I'll be forcing you. Forcing you. So what I do, I pick the mirror up and I show it to you. And sometimes I just show you what, what it would look like if you did it like me. I, listen, this is all I do. I just be the example. And I lay it all out right there. And on the first set, when you crying and you hurting and stuff like that, and I'm still doing it, I'm hurting even more and I got more weight on there. Sometimes I just need you to look and be like, damn. I need to dig. So drive is a box and it's locked and it's deep inside of you, deep down somewhere. But sometimes you gotta see another image somewhere to say, damn, I think he unlocked a box somewhere and I need to go find mine. Just use it, yo. Don't, don't look, don't discard it. This is what I'm telling you. Society discards and say, I'm only in competition with myself. Don't discard it. It could be the key that unlocks the box. The key that unlocks just a little the spark in your mind to say, oh, I'm going to go find this box. It's in there. It's in there. That driven box, that box of drive is deep down inside of you. It's in there. You got to go grab it. Go ahead, tell her. Give me something. I, um, <clears throat> we keep talking about what's inside of us, but we all profess that we're believers, right? So we all, when we got saved, we said we accepted Jesus within our heart. So what's in us is the Holy Spirit. And once we tap into that, that's what gives us that drive. Once we're, we're able to align ourselves and believe the Holy Spirit speaking to us. Like I know with me, especially like this past week, I've been trying to figure out like how we're about to go viral. And it only took one conversation with coach. And then we had a, a big team meeting with all, our, all five of our team. And I was like, all right, God, let me just put the pen down. And I just started talking. I knew I prayed before we even started talking and everything. The idea that God showed me was within that conversation, but it took me to believe that it was in me already, to know that he was already here and that I just had to believe in it because our success and our failures and our sanity is related to what we believe in. So we believe in what's inside of us and that God is inside of us, then we know that, man, we got it. It's that, it's that still voice that we hear when we go, when we're fighting, we fight with it all day. I know I do. I fight with the Holy Spirit within me all day. Go do this. Nah, I don't want to go do this. <laughs> I don't want to go do this, but he's already saying, go do this or don't go here. Ah, uh, but I'm gonna go here anyway. 
but I already told you don't go here or don't date this dude. Ah, uh, but I'm gonna try anyway, but I already told you don't date this dude. You yeah. see what I'm saying? He's already giving you the insight. It's just you choosing to believe and actually use the Holy Spirit that dwells within you. Well, here, that's where we thing, stop. Here, here's one thing that uh, most society, they don't, um, they don't understand that. I don't care how long they've been going to church. I don't care how much they read it and what they recite. They don't understand that. So, so, so listen, what he's, what he's, this is what he said. He said, listen, he said, I'm going to tell y'all what helped me the most. He said that nobody helped me. He said, nobody guided me. He can say that I went within and I got driven from within. I got guided from within. The best thing that ever happened to him is that nobody helped him. He said, you got to get somewhere and be quiet. See, ain't nobody listening to that boy. You can't hear it. You got too much going on and you don't want to hear it. So here's the thing. The reason why he was able to do that is because he knew how to program his subconscious mind. And when you program your subconscious mind, it's going to take you to your superconscious mind. Your superconscious mind is in fact, listen, it is in fact the source of all creation. It is in fact the Holy Spirit. See, you got theologists and then you got scientists and then you got psychologists and all of them just, they saying the same thing in different ways. And a lot of us can't connect the two. We can't draw the parallels. We can't do that. And then we got people who are stuck. We're stuck in the middle. And then you don't know how to take the scripture in context and apply it to your life. That's what peace be still means. Be humble. Sit down. Sit down and hear something. Listen. It'll go and cover you. It, it's, it, it's you. It's inside. It's all inside. Guess what he said? He said, everything you believe in, everything, guess what he said? He said, throw it away. And look within. He said, all the books and stuff, he said, it's just words. That's what he said. He said, it's just words. But see, when you put the pen down, when you put it, it started to come to you because you had to dig inside. You had to dig deep. You know enough. You know enough right now to figure out what I got to do. And then once you get into it, you're going to have to learn some more. Always start where you are with what you got and make something happen. You ain't got to keep going over there, keep going over there. Start where you at, then you got to learn some more. Keep going. It's called sharpen the saw. But a lot of us want to do more work. We want to keep chopping. We going to keep chopping. We going to keep chopping. But guess what I'm going to do? One hour worth of interaction is worth more than seven hours of outer action. You keep chopping it down the damn tree, and I'm going to keep sharpening the saw. I'm going to get up there for one hour and knock this tree down. Go ahead, Rob. What stood out to me for real was uh, when he said he did 67,000 pull-ups just to, just to get 4,030. What do that mean? That means he had to go within. He had to go... Fight. He had to fight himself. He had to fight. The One pain. word. You count them every day. Reps. Repetition. Reps. Repetition breeds confidence. When I was married, um, I don't know if you remember, but back in like 2013, I, I wanted to become a chef. So that's how I even knew what David Goggins was. I studied everything about my man, the, the, the buzz training, everything. And I remember me and my ex-wife, we went out to the track at Western, and I said, I want to see how far I can run. I just want to see how far I can go without until, until I can't go no more. Um, I hadn't ran any miles, but I figured, okay, I might get three or four. I ran I ran 40 laps before, like, I couldn't go no more. That was 10 miles. That's 10 miles. I ran 40 laps straight. My ex-wife had to help me walk to the car. You know what I mean? I was like, okay, 
I came out here, I did, I did 10 miles. Just off the, off the rip. Next time I want to see if I could do 20. You know what I'm saying? I never did it again because I stopped training to become a sale. But now, when you send me the video, I say, I got to get back to that mentality. That that how far can I go? And, and not for my son, not for my mom, but how far can Rob go for Rob? How, like, what can Rob get out of Rob? So, I, I challenge myself. I, 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 my hands messed up, so I can't do much with the workouts, right? But I'm going to the track today. I'm about to see how far I can go. And this is just in one aspect of my life, but I'm taking that aspect and I'm applying it to every single facet. So I'm taking I'm taking a run from the track to 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 the clients to to the to the growing my mind to the to the praying to to the journal writings the the books the knowledge I'm taking it everything and, and I'm just saying how far Rob can get uh, how far Rob can go with Rob you know what I mean so so it, one thing one thing I told you real quick about your hand this is what I told you look if if if, if my hand messed up right I'm gonna do everything that I found in the messed up right this work 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 that work all, all that shit work all that work I could be out there squatting I could be out there learning I could learn until my damn legs fall off I do one arm pull-ups huh I'm at the strongest right hand in the world I'm gonna be doing one hand push-ups no I'm serious when I hurt my back listen the doctor tell me this is what he said remember I had a ruptured disc I got an epidural. I did all that. He said, guess what? He said, listen, I don't know your background, but I know you're going to do something anyway. This way he told me. He said, just don't load your spine. So, doctor, this is what they tell everybody else. Don't lift more than 10 pounds. And they use that limitation for the rest of their life. I got people that come in here and say, well, the doctor said this, that, and the third. I had surgery. I'll be like, when was it? They said it was five years ago. I'm talking about, you still going off of that? No, I'm serious. <laughs> Let's go, JJ, hit me. Well, there's a lot of good points to the uh, video. I actually watched it about three times, and I had to pause several times and just so I can write stuff down, take notes, because, you know, it's, it, things, will, stick, things will, will, will stay with you longer. Yeah, but um, several things, no one's going to help you. You know, you really got to condition yourself to be able to um, take care of you, support yourself, you know, not your mama, your daddy, not even the federal government, you know, so many people are relying on um, welfare checks, you know, they, you know, they, I remember one time, um, and I ain't gonna say her name because, because she's real close to me, she's a close relative, but um, um, she was telling me that she was getting a raise on her job, and, and she, did, she didn't want the raise because it was going to knock her out of the, uh, the, the limit that she could receive on her, uh, her check that she was getting from the government. So, I'm, and I'm looking at it, I'm like, wait a minute, you know, what kind of mentality is that? You don't want more, I'm like, wait, so you keep getting this handout? There's much commissions I could possibly get, so I don't, I don't have to rely on anybody else. So one of the things, you know, that stood out from that video was that, you know, no one's going to help you. You know, so many people want to rely on somebody else, whether it be a parent or a grandparent or, or, or uncle. Or, or even, um, you know, like I said, the federal government. You know, you really got to condition yourself to, to take care of yourself. You know, rely on yourself. No one's going to help you. And the other thing he said was, don't run from the truth. Face the truth. Um, you know, really, really face the truth. You know, do, do the things you don't want to do and attack them. Um, one of the things, you know, I'm in school right now at Stray University. You know, and, you know, schooling was, was never one of my things. You know, David Goggins said, you know, 
you know, that you know, he, he had a look in the mirror and he said that he was a dumb MF. You know, I don't consider myself dumb, but I know I, I, I don't like to study. I don't like to read. You know, I don't have the discipline to sit there like I should to get the grades that I should, even though I have the capability, but the discipline isn't there. So as I'm in school, you know, going home in the evening after work, opening that book, uh, opening those assignments, you know, I, you know, I really have to attack that. You know, do the things I don't want to do. There's, I mean, I rather, <laughs> I rather go outside. I rather go to the, go to the bar. I rather go get some neat. Go to the movies, other than opening that book and read those three or four chapters. So, those are the things. You know, no one's going to help you. And do the things you don't want to do first and attack them. That's two two main points I got from the video. Everybody pretty much said what I got from it, but one thing it made me do, honestly, was just look in the mirror and say, am I giving 100%? Am I giving all of me to all that I have? And honestly, I couldn't find one area where I was giving all of me to anything. And it, it just challenged me to, that was my prayer this morning, for me today to give all of me to everything that I have, because I could not find an area where I was giving all of myself to. Yeah, I'm basically what counts. Everybody did say what I got from the video. I just tell another thing, a perspective of mine. Uh, mine was basically like my internal motivation. Uh, a lot of my life I've been doing things for other people, um, especially as a young man coming from a fatherless home, stepfather, and, and things of that nature came in, helped me be raised as a man. And as a man, the number one thing that you always want to do, uh, men do, is to please their mother, to make their mothers proud. And my main goal for a long time was to buy my mother a house. You know, a lot of successful men want to buy their mom a house. So I was driving, I was pushing, I was working countless hours, doing things, building my credit, did everything I could do to reach this goal. And I finally reached this goal and reached this plateau and I bought my mom a house. I was so excited. I, I couldn't believe it. You know, I was like, oh man, this young black boy who was poor bought his mom a house. But I did this for my mom and you know what happened? My mom didn't even want the house. She got to the house. She said, you know what? This is the wrong side of town. I was like, what? Are you kidding me? I've been working, pushing, doing this for you, doing all these things, and she didn't want the house. So it came back to me like I was doing all these things for somebody else, but I wasn't pleasing myself. And I was just like, I need to look and read my story. I also read my mother's story. But her story is not my story. She doesn't want what I want. People don't want the things that you want, like the closest friends, the, the, the your family. They don't want what you want. They don't have that push. They don't have that drive. You have to do it for yourself. And if you continue to do it for other people, you will be disappointed. So that was my main thing that I got from that. of God it's a purpose within yourself you know it's a gift and if you take it for granted you can lose it um, I remember having a dead-end job I couldn't stand I was in the back of the classroom and um, I was like a counselor for this little girl or whatever so I'm in the back of the classroom the teacher's teaching her name was Miss Wicks anyways I'm back there bawling I'm crying shit pouring down my eyes and nobody even knew it and the reason I was crying was I knew I wasn't where I wanted to be. 
and I was I was devastated. It was like, damn, how did I sink so low? How did I get here? I'm not supposed to be here. So I say that to say this, God will break you down. When you ask for your purpose, sometimes he's gonna break you all the way down to tears. And you're not even, you're gonna think he's not doing it. You're gonna think like, damn, I gotta go through more and more. I ain't gonna never get there. And I say this, say this too also. Coach said you gotta get by yourself, you gotta meditate. I went into my closet. We were doing a fast at church, Mount Zion. I went into my closet. This is the door. I'm laying on my back, I got pillows. I cut the lights off, I meditate, right? I'm one with God, I'm talking to God. Boom, I was in there for about 45 minutes. I get up, go to the door. The door ain't there no more. The door is not there. I'm like, what the hell? I gotta turn around, I'm like, what's going on? I find the door, I finally find the door. I come out, my wife laying on the bed. She's like, where did you go? I'm like, what you, I was in the, she said, I, I didn't think you were here anymore. I just laid on the bed. I was like, well, maybe he left the house. What God did was turn my whole life around in that, in that second. I didn't even know it. He turned my whole life around. After that, I found AWOL. I found you. Man, I've been, I've been going up ever since. You know what I'm saying? So it's in there, man. You got to tap into God first, though. You got to tap into that inner spirit, man. It's a spiritual thing. It's a spiritual journey. You can get there, though. You can get there. Don't take it for granted, though. Good. I mean, um, yo, if y'all out there listening, I know you're probably gonna have to watch this again. It's been long, you know, but testimonies, man, are, are, are meant to, to, to give you hope. Testimonies are meant for you to see, um, you know, that other people have been through some stuff that you can make it through. You understand what I'm saying? I, I, I need you to feel and understand that you have to be tested before you can have a testimony. All right? And 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 listen to what I'm telling you. Greatness come from a great mess. All right? Pay attention to what I'm telling you because when it's all messed up, huh? That's when you got to put it together. That's when you got to be challenged. You got to challenge yourself and you got to make it happen. I need y'all to watch this link and check it out because, you know, it's inspired everybody that's connected um, it connected to me that, that I sent it to. Um, and I would like, you know, if you haven't seen it, to, to, to check it out. I mean, um, dude, he cusses a lot to get his point across. He explains that too. But, um, you know, just, just check it out. And uh, Ken, you want to wrap something up? You want to say something? Finish uh, it up? Everybody pretty much wrapped it up. Hey, look, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Results with the ZTV. Hey, and share this video with as many people as possible. Trying to, we're just trying to change the world. That's it. One person at a time. Yo, it's mind over matter. Listen, if you don't mind suffering, then <laughs> the other side ain't gonna matter, y'all. We'll be there in a minute. You, don't mind suffering, you change your life. Change your life. You gotta go through it to grow through it. Mind over matter. Be clear.